Find other great podcasts like this one at podmoth.network. Hey, podcast lovers. My name is Haley, and I run the Doe Identify podcast. I have been passionate about helping the unidentified get their names back ever since I found out I lived within miles of where Sherry Ann Jarvis, formerly known as the Walker County Jane Doe, was found. In my podcast, I tell the stories and provide information about unidentified people in hopes of reaching their loved ones and getting their names back. So come join me and help me advocate for these people. You never know, you could recognize someone's story. Hello, dear listeners, and welcome back to another episode of the Identity Podcast, a proud member of the Podmoth Media Network. Head on over to podmoth.network for more awesome shows like this one. This week I wanted to reintroduce you to Terrar the Freak, an eater of grand proportions who swallowed even inanimate objects in the interest of lining his pockets. This tale was first presented on a past episode of the podcast, but like so many other odd offerings, I felt it deserved a re-record in the new format. And now, on with the show. Likely one of the strangest figures in history was a man known only as Terrar, a glutton. His ravenous appetite could not be satiated, and he never gained weight, although his abdomen became distended with each large meal. He toured the French countryside, performing for anyone who would stop and watch as he gorged himself. Terrar would eat large amounts of food, and literally anything else that anyone asked him to ingest. Items ranged from pocket watches to cutlery, to everything in between. Although we are aware that competitive eaters of today go through strenuous exercises to expand and stretch their stomachs in order to take in more food, the story of Tarar is still unnerving, and ultimately very strange indeed. Tarar was certainly a medical anomaly, and performed as a freak to support himself. Born in France near Lyon, around 1772. His date of birth is unrecorded, and there's debate as to whether Terrar was his real name or a nickname. Terrar lived with his parents until his early teens. At this point, he would eat his weight in meat, and his family just couldn't manage to feed him. They forced him to leave. After this, he toured the country with a group of sex workers and thieves with whom he begged for and stole food. He eventually came upon a traveling charlatan, who welcomed him into his show as an attraction. Terrar would eat everything he could, including refuse and stones. He would even eat live animals 
including live eels, that he would consume whole and swallow basketfuls of apples, one after another. Around 1778, his work as a street performer brought him to Paris. In general, he had a successful career and drew fairly large crowds, who would gawk and cheer until one of his acts went awry, and he had to be carried to the Hotel Dieu Hospital by members of the crowd in order to have an intestinal obstruction removed. Powerful laxatives worked their magic, and Terrar was back in business, but not before he offered to swallow the surgeon's watch and chain. The surgeon, M. Giraud, said that if Terrar swallowed his belongings, he would cut them open and recover the items himself. Terrar's eating habits didn't affect his outward appearance at all. In fact, he was rather gaunt at the age of 17 and weighed in at a mere 100 pounds. His mouth is described as abnormally large, and his teeth were heavily stained, no doubt from consuming pure refuse and other inedible items for the show, and if he didn't eat, his skin would droop. His cheeks would sag, and the skin of his stomach would deflate like a burst balloon. He could then wrap the skin completely around his waist like a flabby belt. Terrar was essentially a combination of the human skeleton and the elastic man sideshow acts from early circus sideshows. In addition to these anomalies, Terrar was also described as having a terrible odor that could be experienced from a distance of 40 paces, was always sweating heavily, and he was prone to terrible bouts of diarrhea. He would belch loudly, he would constantly swallow, and his eyes would become bloodshot if he didn't eat. According to Wikipedia, hyperthyroidism can induce an extreme appetite, rapid weight loss, profuse sweating, and heat intolerance. Bondeson, 2006, speculates that Terrar had a damaged amygdala. It is known that injuries to the amygdala in animals can induce polyphagia. When war broke out in 1792, Terrar enlisted in the French Revolutionary Army. The FRA was known for its revolutionary fervor, poor equipment, and large numbers, and Terrar threw himself into a life of military service. Unfortunately, food rations would not satisfy Terrar's seemingly endless hunger, and although other soldiers would offer Terrar part of their ration in exchange for services, it just didn't fill him up. He took to eating refuse again and scavenged through the dung heaps for scraps. Eventually, Terrar was admitted to a military hospital because he was suffering from extreme exhaustion. He was granted quadruple rations by hospital staff, but still remained hungry and foraged in the garbage cans and gutters, even leaving his bed at night to steal away into the apothecary cabinet and eat the poultices. Terrar was ordered to stay in the military hospital and undergo psychological and physical evaluations devised by Dr. Corvie, surgeon to the 9th Hussar Regiment, and George Didier, surgeon-in-chief of the hospital. Corvell and Percy would watch as Terrar consumed every item placed in front of him. In one instance, a meal was prepared to consist of two large meat pies, plates of grease and salt, and four gallons of milk. 
Though the impressiveness of this particular consumed item depends on the definition of a gallon for the time period, from savoring the past, if you live in the United States, you expect a gallon to hold 128 ounces of liquid. It's a measure that was officially adopted in the early 19th century from the old wine or Queen Anne gallon. Its volume capacity precisely holds 231 cubic inches, but the term gallon in the 18th century was likely the ale gallon, which had a capacity of approximately 277 and a quarter cubic inches, approximately 20% larger than a wine gallon. The ale gallon held precisely 10 pounds of water at 62 degrees. This measure later morphed into the imperial gallon that is still used in Great Britain and Canada. In addition to the wine and ale gallon, there's also a corn gallon. This measure is occasionally used today to measure grain. In the 18th century, it was also used to measure flour and bread. Its capacity is 268.8 cubic inches, or 16% greater than the wine gallon. Regardless of how large the gallon might have been, that's still a fuck of a lot of dairy. Just saying. Terrar was also given a variety of other items to consume, including snakes, lizards, and puppies. Yeah, that's right, I said puppies. It's said that Terrar also ate a cat alive, stripping the flesh from its bones and eating it whole. He later vomited up the fur and skin. When given an eel, he ate it whole after crushing the creature's head between his teeth. Percy wrote of the scene, quote, The dogs and cats fled in terror at his aspect, as if they had anticipated the kind of fate he was preparing for them. End quote. It wasn't long before the military began asking for Terrar to be released and put back on active duty. Percy had no choice but to allow his patient to leave, as he could see no medical reason for the man to stay under his care. Dr. Corvie, however, approached General Alexandre de Beauharnais and suggested that Terrer might be an asset for the war effort. Corvie placed a note inside of a wooden box and instructed Terrer to eat it. Two days later, the box appeared in Terrer's excrement, and the document was still legible. Corvie told Beauharnais that Terrar would make an excellent courier of sensitive documents, as enemy forces would find nothing if they searched him, and he could pass undetected through their checkpoints. And so, Terrar became a spy. A spy that could only speak French, but a spy nonetheless. Let's just say he was no James Bond. I think I would have reservations about swallowing a box containing sensitive military information, but I'm not a professional glutton. Also, Terrar was paid handsomely with a wheelbarrow full of 30 pounds of bull lungs, liver, and testicles as a reward, so it's not like he didn't get anything out of the deal. Well, something tells me he did get diarrhea, but that's neither here nor there. So, Terrar was employed, officially, as a spy for the Army of the Rhine, and was immediately sent on a covert operation. Quote, 
Gerard was ordered on his first assignment to carry a message to a French colonel imprisoned by the Prussians near Neustadt. He was told that the documents were of great military significance, but in reality, de Beauharnais had merely written a note asking the colonel to confirm that the message had been received successfully, and if so, to return a reply with any potentially useful information about Prussian troop movements, end quote. Terrar made his way through Prussian lines in order to deliver the return message, and dressed as a German peasant in order to blend into his surroundings. Remember how I said he wasn't James Bond? Well, Terrar couldn't speak a lick of German, and of course he began to arouse suspicion with the locals who alerted Prussian authorities. He was almost immediately arrested, but even after hours of whipping, he refused to disclose his mission. It wasn't until a full 24 hours later that he finally relented. Quote, he was chained to a latrine, and eventually, 30 hours after being swallowed, the wooden box emerged. Zogli was furious when the documents, which Terrer had said contained vital intelligence, transpired only to be de Beauharnais' dummy message, and Terrer was taken to a gallows, where a noose was placed around his neck. End quote. Some believe that Terrer actually passed the box with the message, but retrieved it from his stool and ate it again. Quote, At the last minute, Zogli returned and Terrer was taken down from the scaffold, given a severe beating, and released near the French lines. End quote. At this point, Terrer was desperate to be free of military service, and he returned to Percy at the hospital. He begged Percy to find a cure for his relentless eating, and Percy conceded. The doctor would feed Terrar large amounts of soft-boiled eggs, but this failed to suppress his appetite. And if Terrar smelled bad before, it was all downhill from here. Terrar would leave the hospital and rummage through the garbage outside butcher shops, and fight stray dogs from scraps in the gutters and rubbish heaps. Percy would catch Terrar drinking the blood of patients who were undergoing bloodletting. Terrar would also creep into the mortuary at night and consume body parts of deceased patients. Percy's colleagues insisted that Terrar was mentally ill and should be immediately committed to an asylum. But he refused to believe that he could not somehow help the man. It wasn't until a 14-month-old boy went missing that Percy had had enough and demanded Terrar leave the hospital and never return. Four years later in 1798, Percy would receive a call from M. Tessier of Versailles Hospital, claiming that he had a patient in his care that was very ill. The patient had asked that Percy be called, and that patient was Terrar. Percy visited with Terrar, who was sure that he was suffering what he believed was an intestinal blockage. He'd eaten a gold fork during one of his performances, and to the best of his knowledge, he hadn't passed the item. One look at Terrar was all Percy needed. Clearly, the man was in the advanced stages of tuberculosis and was not long for the world. Terrar passed away a month later. His corpse rotted so quickly and gave off such a stench 
that the doctors in the hospital refused to be anywhere near it. Tesler, however, dissected the remains because he still had a fork to find. Upon close examination, he found that he could open Terrar's mouth and see all the way down into his stomach. Additionally, his body was filled with pus, and his liver and gallbladder were enlarged. His stomach was enormous and covered in ulcers, but Tesla couldn't find the fork inside Terrar. The story of Terrar the Glutton seems too fantastical to be believed, but there is evidence of another such individual capable of such grand consumption. A man named Charles Domery. Quote, Charles Domery was a man born in Poland in 1778. Domery joined the Prussian army when he was young, but was very dissatisfied with the rations. He even went over to the French army just for food. Once he went through all the French's food, he turned to cats. Reportedly, Domery ate 174 cats in a single year. Other unimaginable feats of his eating include five pounds of grass per day and attempting to eat the severed leg of a fellow soldier. Domery's incredible eating abilities are due to a medical condition called polyphagia, which involves excessive appetite. At one point, the British Army gave him the following items just to see if he could eat them. 10 pounds of meat, multiple bottles of wine, a raw cow's udder, and two pounds of candles. He did. End quote. Curiosity.com Were Terrar and Domery one and the same? We'll likely never know. But it's a great story, isn't it? That's it for this week, dear listeners. Tune in next time for more tales of the creepy, weird, and paranormal. And as always, stay spooky. The Identity Podcast is brought to you by host Janine Mercer, and the music was created using GarageBand. Find The Odd Pod on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at IdentityPod, and on Facebook as The Identity Podcast. A transcript of this episode will be available at theidentitypodcast.wordpress.com. Got a paranormal experience to share? Send those along to theidentitypodcast at gmail.com. If you liked what you heard, please take a moment to mash that subscribe button and leave me a five-star review. Don't forget to tell your friends, family, and coworkers about this podcast. Every little bit helps. <laughs>